Episode 29 is definitely a highlight in my career as it is with Regina Pats Ford, Connor Bedard. Enjoy. How's it going, everybody? Lucas Salton here from Valkyrie with LC Podcast. Today, I'm proud to have on Regina Pats Ford, Connor Bedard. Connor, how's it going today? Good. How are you? I'm doing awesome. So getting into things, how was your experience at the Road Juniors? Uh, it was definitely really cool. I mean, you know, anytime you get to be with a group, you know, like that with, uh, you know, kind of all the best players in the in the country and in the world, it's, it's pretty special. So it was definitely a lot of fun. Now, the upcoming summer tournament is kind of a sequel of the World Juniors. What are you doing to prepare for that? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, kind of the normal stuff, obviously, uh, you know, still got some more games and in the dub and, and hopefully playoffs and then kind of get home and, you know, get back to, you know, normal training stuff and, you know, obviously kind of prepare for that and the, and the season coming up. Some guys like McTavish, Caulfield and Power who will potentially be moving up to the NHL. Do you see this as an opportunity to kind of give yourself some more playing time or what are you going to do to take advantage of that? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, we're hoping that, you know, those guys, you know, come come to the tournament, obviously, but you never know with, uh, you know, what their NHL teams want. But, you know, I think in, in those sort of tournaments, uh, you know, you're, you're not too worried about ice time or, or that sort of thing. You just want to win. So uh, I think, uh, you know, we're hoping those guys can come. Now, after New Year in Edmonton, you had a historic game as you tied the record of Wayne Gretzky. What was kind of going through your mind? Uh, I mean, you know, I, I didn't really know at first, uh, you know, during the game. I never really looked at that, that record. But, uh, you know, it was, it was kind of cool hearing about it, obviously. You know, it's, it's probably the greatest player to ever play. So I uh, just think about, you know, being able to, you know, be in a sentence with him is, is definitely pretty cool. That being said, going forward in the WHL, do you have any goals that you set for yourself? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, for our team, it's it's been a while for the for the organization to, you know, be in the playoffs. And, you know, I think uh, we're pretty close right now. And, you know, it's, it's a, you know, pretty tight race for that last spot. And, uh, you know, we got, we got a lot of games here to kind of get in there. So I think that's the goal for all of us. Now, what are those types of things that your team needs to do to make the playoffs? Uh, Yeah. I mean, I think it's, uh, you know, kind of improving little areas like, you know, discipline and, and that sort of thing, but, uh, I think we've been playing pretty well and, and, you know, we ha- just haven't been able to win. We're a pretty young group. And, you know, I think once we kind of kind of learn how to close out games and that sort of thing, we're going to be a good team. Now, do you have any strategies that you use to cope with having a bad game? Uh, <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty hard on myself uh, in, in a lot of ways, just, you know, obviously expect a lot out of myself and, and uh, you know, I think you kind of, you know, you're pretty mad that night and then you, you kind of try to forget about it the next day. So uh, I think just kind of, you know, watch watch the game and stuff and, and see where you can be better and then kind of try to forget about it. At being 16 years old, not very many people can say they played in the World Juniors. You obviously are getting lots of spotlight. How do you kind of handle that and move moving forward? Uh, I mean, you, you don't really think about it too much. Obviously, uh, it's definitely a little different, you know, seeing yourself, you know, you're looking at your phone, you kind of see yourself or something, but, uh, I think it's, it's something that I don't think of too much. And, you know, I just try to go and, uh, you know, 
you know, play hockey and, and have fun and, uh, you know, be a normal, normal teenager. Do you think you had like um, a coolest moment in your career when like someone from TSN calls you up to interview, then it like kind of hits you or walk us through that? Uh, I mean, the, the coolest moment of my career on the ice would have been probably that, that U18 tournament last year. Uh, but I think just, I think, uh, Wayne, when Wayne Gretzky called me when I was 15 or so, and, uh, you know, I didn't really believe it kind of thought it was like, you know, a friend, you know, kind of playing a joke, but, uh, you know, that was, that was definitely pretty cool. You talked about your U18 tournament, your team was able to win a gold medal. Tell us about the experience down in Texas and winning a gold medal for your country. Yeah, it was, uh, it was really special. Like I said, probably the most most memorable thing in my career. And, uh, you know, I mean, that was my first time, you know, being able to represent my country and, and obviously play for Canada. So uh, to be able to, you know, bring home the goal was, was really special. We had we had such a good team and, and it was just so much fun to get to play with all those guys. Growing up playing in Vancouver, how much of a role has your parents played in your career? Yeah, I mean, definitely, definitely a huge role. You know, I think they, they deserve more credit than, than myself or, uh, you know, where I am. But uh, you know, just the sacrifices and, and all that stuff that, you know, they, they have to make for that is, uh, you know, you know, really great by them. And, you know, I couldn't thank them enough for sure. Have you had a coach that kind of changed the perspective and taught you some things that you really never thought you'd know in the game of hockey? Uh, I mean, it's kind of kind of hard to pick one. I think you kind of you can learn something from every coach you have. And, you know, I don't think there's ever been a year where, uh, you know, I don't don't take something from my coach so you kind of gotta kind of gotta thank all of them and just uh, learn learn from all of them I think now looking at the Annie Chell who's a player that you'd say your role model yourself after uh <clears throat> I don't know I mean I, I wouldn't really you know know who my like player comparison is or something but you know there's so many guys that you like watching and uh growing up I think my my role model would probably be be Crosby just you know, obviously how good he is on, on and off the ice, but, you know, I don't think I can kind of pick a guy that, you know, I think I play like. Now, besides Gretzky, obviously, is there any other NHL players that you have had some really cool interactions with? Uh, I got to skate with McDavid in the summer, uh, oh. just in Toronto for a bit, and, and he talked to me a little, which is, which is obviously pretty cool. And, uh, you know, in the in Vancouver in the summer, I skate with skate with a lot of NHL guys. So, uh, kind of getting to become become pretty close with with guys like Barzell and stuff is, has definitely been pretty cool. So your agency is Newport. I was able to attend one of their camps a couple of years ago, and they had a little showcase. How much of a vital role have they played in your career with you and your agent? Yeah, def- definitely huge. I mean, you know the, the amount of the amount of stuff they do kind of behind the scenes is, is, you know, definitely really cool and, and, and special to them. So uh, I think, you know, even going in and applying for exceptional status and stuff, that was all stuff I've, I've never done. And, and uh, you know, I didn't really know what to do and they kind of, they kind of showed that and, and really helped with that process. And then just everything else, they've just been such a big help. What is a day in life for you in an off season? Uh, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, you know, you're probably, probably working out in the morning, uh, skating, skating once or, or so, maybe twice if, you know, kind of, kind of a bigger day, but, uh, then I don't know, maybe go do something, something with some friends or family or something, you know, pretty, pretty basic. 
Do you have any pregame routines, like favorite pregame meal or something you tried to? Uh, yeah, I mean, my, my whole day is pretty, uh, pretty staggered and, and kind of a plan for, for everything. So I can't really go through everything. But, um, you know, I think I usually just have like rice and chicken or something. And, uh, you know, once I go to the rink, it's kind of, you know, everything's set, you know, what time I do stuff and that sort of thing. So, you know, I could kind of go through a, through a lot of things for, for pregame routines for sure. So obviously I have quite a few fans now after your name is spreading across the world. How cool is that to see so many people reach out to you? And if you're on the street, recognize you, ask you for an autograph. Tell us a bit about that. Yeah, it's, it's definitely pretty crazy. I mean, just kind of looking, you know, in a game on the Jumbotron and you see, you know, you see a kid wearing New Jersey or, or, or want an autograph or something. It's, it's definitely pretty surreal. And, you know, you, you remember when, when you were a kid and you were kind of going to an NHL game and, and you were doing the same thing. So uh, to be able to, you know, have kids look up to me and, and maybe inspire some kids is definitely pretty special. So obviously for you, unlike others, your WHL draft experience was especially special as you got exceptional status. Tell us about how your draft day was and your experience and how you absorbed it with family and friends. Yeah, I mean, it was, you know, a really cool day. I think, you know, for me, obviously, I was I was really thrilled to go to Regina. And, uh, you know, I was I was at a buddy's house watching uh, with, with, you know, my family and, and their family. And, uh, you know, so just kind of seeing all your friends get drafted and, uh, you know, knowing where, where they're going to spend their next few years is, is pretty cool. And, and, you know, just the excitement that, that everyone gets from being picked. And, uh, you know, I think, you know, so it was just a really cool day and something, you know, I don't think I'll forget. So you pulled off some pretty cool um, goals this season. One in particular, you put it um, between your legs, a toe drag, and just phenomenal. How how did you kind of come up with that? Do you practice these type of deeks in um, practice, or did you just kind of do it on the spot? Uh, I mean, you know, I think just kind of, you know, stuff, you know, having fun, just being on the ice with, with you know buddies and and just fooling around and stuff you kind of learn some of those some of those things and then you know being able to incorporate that in a game and you know obviously just just some creative things and and obviously you know that goal I thought uh you know it's kind of just a one-on-one and uh you know I was able to beat the guy and then you know the goal was so far over that that the best play was was to go through my legs and obviously just kind of you know having fun practicing that sort of stuff would would definitely help that now, Lucas Cormier, you played with him at the World Juniors. And for a lot of my listeners, they're Charlton Anders fans. Tell us about kind of your relationship with Corms down in um, Edmonton. Yeah, I mean, he's a he's super nice guy. And, you know, obviously got to know him a bit at, at World Juniors. And, uh, you know, he's he's a really fun player to watch. Uh, you know, obviously his, his offensive instincts for a D-man is, is, you know, pretty special. And, you know, to be able to play with, play with a guy like that was definitely a lot of fun. The mental side of hockey, can you express to the listeners how important that is? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think it's, you know, it's, it's most of the battle. I mean, you know, you're, you're playing in, in the dub at least 68 games and, and, you know, you gotta, you know, be ready for everyone. So I think it's, uh, it can definitely be, you know, a mental battle at some point, but, you know, you kind of just got to realize it's, it's what you love and, and, you know, just kind of have fun doing it. Well, Connor, if people haven't heard your name already, they're definitely going to hear it in the future. And thank you for coming on today. Yeah, thank you for having me. 
complexitude.